Hello everyone, I'm Pastor Rick Hawkins of Quest Church in Norman, Oklahoma. I want to thank you all for joining us today. This podcast is going to be informative, insightful, and inspirational for your life. Listen every week because we'll have a special word just for you. This morning I'm going to share with you and use as a title, subject, Light of the World. And, and, and as, as we unpack this, you know, and, and you, can, you can sometimes, I'll spend three or four days in one chapter of the Bible, in different books of the Bible, but one chapter of the Bible, and, and I'll unpack three or four, just three or four scriptures, and, and say, Lord, teach me, what are you saying to me in, in, these, in these verses? And and, and, and sometimes Frankie will send me a, text me a, a Bible verse or, and, and, and she'll have a little, little um, uh, interpretation under it. And, and, and on the treadmill, I'm kind of going over this over and over, my, over and over in my mind, trying to understand and get the full comprehension of what it means. And, and, and ironically, you can read three or four verses in Scripture every day and get a different interpretation each day. That's how deep and how, how, how prominent and how profound Scripture is. And uh, I hope today I might sound professorial, but, but I, I want each of you to say, I'm not wanting the person to my right, the person to my left, the person in front of me, or the person behind me, to, to comprehend and try and capture what, what J.C. is saying, I, I hope that you will say, Lord, speak to my heart today. Yes, and, and although I, again, may sound professorial, I'm in this journey with you. I'm, I'm preaching to me as I was putting this together over the last week or so. I, I, I was, was thinking, this is for me. I, I need to hear this. I, I need to be more conscious of, of doing this. And, and, and so, not to the left or to the right, because it's good. I mean, it's, it's common for us, as, as uh, you know, and as I know, I've done it, we've all done it. When Bishop Hawkins is up here preaching about something and he makes some statement or that, that um, you know, that, that, that's pretty profound, you know, it's, it's, it's common for us to say, Man, I wish old Bobby was here to hear that. <laughs> I wish old Johnny was here to hear that. Old Johnny gets picked on all the time. I wish old Johnny was here to hear that. Well, God has us here today, and God had us here last Sunday to hear what Bishop Hawkins had to say about baptisms. It was not a mistake that you were here and that we witnessed and experienced what we did. So anyway, in the fifth chapter of Matthew... Um, and I brought my phone just in case I couldn't, I couldn't see uh, the text. But in the fifth, um, fifth chapter of Matthew, beginning with um, the 13th verse, it says, You are the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. 
In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Two things I want to I want to share with you as we unpack this. Uh, one, and two points I want to make about the, these passages is one, who we are as Christians, as believers, and how we are to be used. This was the famous Sermon on the Mount, and Jesus was reshaping the mind of the disciples and he was talking to them about how they should think and 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 they're 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 not getting it they're not capturing it and and sometimes we think just because we believe it in our mind we don't have to live it It, as long as we we've got it here in in our brain that we 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 don't we don't have to live it and 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 I believe you see believers and and Christians that they do things and there's been things that I've done that I've said Lord I I I totally blew that I I I was not a good witness for you because we think in our brain that as long as we think it as long as we believe it we don't have to execute we 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 don't have to we don't have to live it so Again, they're not getting it. How they should see themselves is, is what he was uh, pointing out to them. And, and what ministry should look like to the community. The disciples' version of the Messiah. It was a king who was supposed to come and take up a throne on the planet and, and unseat the people who are ruling over the Jews uh, uh, in, in an ungodly way. And, and he's to set up a kingdom that has no end to its increase and its expansion is to cover the entire planet. No end to its time period in terms of rain and, 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 and being as close to politics uh, th- that I've been, knowing that these disciples, they have left all that they know to be true to join the administration of Jesus. And, and their thinking was, you know, hey, man, we, we're going we're gonna to help him establish this throne that has no end, it has no boundaries. We're going to set it up throughout the earth. And, and, and then when we set it up, I can be Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. You know, I can be Secretary of Defense. I can, I can be UN Ambassador, and, and, and I can be Secretary of Commerce. And, and you know, and there's thoughts have come through my mind because I've been involved in some presidential elections and my guy won, the person that I was supporting won, and and they came to me saying, okay, what do you want? And I said, "I, I want nothing out of it. But it did cross my mind and it has crossed my mind since then. I would love to be ambassador to Canada. You know, playing football in Ottawa for five years, I'd love to go back to Canada and be the ambassador. Now I'm getting at an age that I'm, I'm, I'm not as interested in doing that today as I was 10 years ago, but I knew how the, I know how these disciples were thinking. You know, they were going to go to Jesus and say, hey, man, we put yard signs in our yard. We asked people to vote for you. And now they're saying, establishing this kingdom that has no end in sight, man, we can be a secretary of something. And he starts off by reshaping their thinking, and he says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. 
And the disciples has to be thinking, what? Blessed is the poor in spirit. Whoa, 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 whoa Jesus, what, what, are you, what are you talking about? Now, 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 these men had never heard the word blessed and poor in the same sentence. You know, they're thinking blessed is the abundant, blessed, blessed is the rich, but blessed is the poor? What, 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 are, you, what are you talking about? Who, who thinks that being in a state of poverty is a blessing? What are you talking about, Jesus? Blessed bless be the poor. Blessed are those who are peacemakers. They shall be called sons of God. Whoa, 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 whoa. Blessed be the poor. Blessed be the peace. Whoa, Jesus, you, you're confusing me. What are you talking about? Blessed be the peacemakers. No, no, no. We want to go to war. We, we want to we, we wanna get Herod. We want to kick out Herod. We, we want war. If you could train us with the sword, that, that would be helpful. But we don't know about this peacemaking thing. Blessed be the peacemakers. That's not what we're here for, and that's not what you are here for. Their minds are being shifted. Blessed are the meek. I, 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 for they shall inherit the earth. Meek. Turning on the cheek, what, what are you talking about? No, 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 no. We need some power. Blessed be the powerful. Blessed be the strong. Blessed be the warrior. Not, not blessed be, be the meek. He's blowing their minds, and Jesus is thinking, J.C. Watts, if you don't get this, you're not going to get anything else that I'm trying to say to you. If you don't understand these basics, if, if, if you don't get the foundation, you know, I'm giving you, you won't get anything else that I'm going to try to teach you, that I'm going to say to you. I'm trying to reshape your thinking about life. About life. But they were looking to Jesus to certify what what they thought leadership should be. Now, have we, have we, have we, we've all had those conversations with God where we're saying, whoa, 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 Lord, I, I know you, you didn't get this. Let me explain it to you again. This is how we need to do this. This is how we need to respond. This is how we need to react. Then he gets to Matthew 5, 13 through 16. Blessed are you because you are the salt of the earth. The pastor about two or three weeks ago gave us all these little vials of salt and gave us an interpretation and, 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 and a definition and a, a sermon on what salt is and the preserving agent that it is. And I took this little salt home. I took this one out of his office this morning, but I took this little vial of salt and I put it on my bookshelf in my office at home just to remind me just to give me a little simple reminder that we should be salt on a daily basis. Blessed are you because you are salt of the earth. You have to be people who stop corruption wherever it is because salt is a preserving agent. And, 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 and wherever it's, it, 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 it is, you have to be one saying no more. No more. 
darkness, we're not going to allow you to advance anymore. I am the barrier to your progress. They didn't think, the disciples didn't think that, that, that they were the people that was just supposed to, supposed to help society get healthier. Think about when, when you take, when, when, you know, my, my, my parents, I remember in, in my neighborhood, and, and many of you can relate to this, where you used to kill your meat every year. And, 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 and I saw them take legs of hogs, the hams of, of, of hogs, and, and they would salt it down and put salt all over it. And then they'd put it in what they call the smokehouse. And they let it set. And that salt would preserve that meat. I don't know how long they would let it stay there, but it seemed like it would be there for weeks. But without the salt, that meat would have spoiled in a matter of days. They thought, the disciples thought that they were supposed to get rid of the, the, the bad part and insert the good part, even if by force of will, even if it required them to give that kind of effort, so be it. If we've got to kill, if we've got to shoot, if we've got to cut, so be it. We've got to get rid of them and set up our own kingdom the way we think it should be set up, not the way God thinks it should be set up. They didn't see themselves in the passive sense that Saul brings to the environment in order to preserve something that, that might be corrupt otherwise. The meat was spoiled otherwise if you didn't put salt on it. it, it, it's, it, it, it it's not near as forceful. It's, 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 it's asthmatic in, in the sense you, you put salt on meat so it doesn't spoil and you put it all over the meat to preserve the meat. You don't just go into a dark spot and, and put salt on certain parts of the dark spot. Your objective should be to spread the salt over the entire darkness, over the entire piece of meat. It's a preserving agent. We're called to be that kind of preserving agent to every corrupt or every dark environment that we find. And it sometimes makes it uncomfortable. There's been times that I, that we, have, have had to stand alone and say, I, I see what you're trying to do, but I disagree with what you're doing. And it, it's not always comfortable to be, that, to be the lone ranger like that sometimes. It, it, it's not always comfortable to, to, to say, I'm going to go, there's 19 people in this room, and I'm the only one that believes biblically that we should do it like this. That's not always a comfortable, uh, a comfortable position. But again, we're called to be that kind of preserving agent to every area of darkness that we find. Makes us uncomfortable in our friendships, Sometimes I'm comfortable in, a, in, in the workplace. Um, I've gone against an entire organization because I said, I think they're corrupt. I think they're wrong. I think they're, 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 they're not doing what we think they should be doing or what they're saying to, to the public that, that, that we should be doing. An entire organization of probably, you know, 300 people. But at the end of the day, 
I said, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I don't know if, if I'm going to be proven right, if I'm going to be proven wrong in the court of law. But my position was, I will wait the results in peace because I believe I'm scripturally correct. Turned out just as I thought. Again, it makes us uncomfortable sometimes because, because you have to be the stop sign. You don't have to be a, a caustic about it or, or, or mean about it, but you do have to be vocal about it. If your salt has lost its saltiness and you, you, you're not good to be put on the meat, then Christ says you'll be thrown into the streets and be trampled on by men. Verse 13, when salt has lost its ability, uh, ability to, to preserve that, that in which it is applied, it still has some benefit. Now, I wouldn't want it put on my, my ham. I wouldn't want it put on any of my meat. But it says you'll be thrown into the streets and be trampled on by men. What do we use to make our sidewalks? clear when we have snow when we have ice that's salt you don't want to put on your meat but it still has keeps me from falling keeps you from 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 falling uh, again you can't put it on your food but you can put it on the sidewalks you put it you put it there so folks won't slip and fall when salt has lost its saltiness again it is good for for, for something samson samson lost his saltiness. He says to God after wiping out a thousand men with the jawbone of a donkey. Lord, are you going to leave me here to die? I'm thirsty. Lord, give me something. The Lord showed him a well. He drank from the well. I don't know if you call that a prayer or not. Not, not, not much of a prayer. At the end of his life, he prayed, Lord, give me strength so I can avenge the, the Philistines for what they did to my eyes. Uh, I, I guess you could call that a prayer. Um, <laughs> he prayed to commit suicide and kill a lot of people in, 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 uh, um, in the process, but, but we wouldn't call that worshipful prayer. It's conversation, but not the kind of conversation that's exemplary. And we don't have, we don't see uh, Samson, we don't see uh, him having sacrifice to God, and we don't see Samson obeying God not one time. Not once do we see him obeying God. His death was tragic. Friends, we don't want to go out like that. He lost his saltiness. He, he, he didn't obey. He, he chose another path. Yet, the salt that's bad is good for something. I look at Samson and I say, I don't want to go out like that. I, 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 I don't, I don't want to I, I slip. I, 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 I don't want my feet to, to go out from under me because of him. He helps me not to slip. You're going to be a witness. I am going to be a witness. Hear me out here. If you don't hear anything else I say this morning, hear me when I say this. You and I, we are going to be a witness one way or the other. 
Either we're going to see somebody doing something right and we say, oh, yeah, I want to be like him. We see somebody doing something wrong and we say, oh, yeah, I don't want to be like him. We are going to be a witness one way or the other. One way or the other. We don't want to lose our saltiness. We don't, we don't want to be used for anything other than what God has called us to be. You know, in, in Scripture, I, I have, again, this is one of the areas in Scripture you kind of keep peeling the onion and, and, and you're trying to look for a foundation and look, look for where it, you could get some rhyme or reason why it was. Did you know darkness has no foundation that biblically says it was created? I, I've not found it. Now, maybe some Bible scholar could peel that, unpack that, and say, yes, J.C., here it is. But, but it has no foundation that biblically says it was created. It was just there. And, and, and I don't know what that means. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. In the beginning, what Scripture says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and darkness was over the surface of the deep. It was just there. It, 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 it had no basis it, it was just it was just there then God said what light be then light was light be then light was so when God says we are the light of the world he's trying to communicate in the same manner as he did in Genesis chapter 1 that we are those who are to take what's natural in the world and change it that darkness just happens to be here and it's been amplified by the enemy's function and even more amplified by, by J.C.'s disobedience, or by people's disobedience, by our, by our di disobedience. So it takes a little bit more intensity by people who have it, who have it to dispel it, and dispel it we should. Now we've kind of placated ourselves, and even people in the church, we... We, we, we think that we're going to get a more righteous nation if we get a certain person in the White House. We, we, we think that, you know, in, in, in the church, and many people in the church think that, man, if we get a, a, a more conservative president, we'll, we'll get a more righteous America. Friends, you're not going to get a more righteous America until America repents. We, 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 we think that we can pass legislation and, and, and we, can, we can make it all right by passing legislation. You, I, I remember in, in my hometown, I remember the, the, the days that I could not swim in my public swimming pool. I, I, I had to sit in the balcony of the movie theater. And then they passed legislation saying, no, 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 you can't, you can't apply those rules anymore. Amen. But you know, that did nothing with Pat Murphy and J.C. Watts loving each other. That, 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 that policy can't do that. That is a transformation of the heart. A, 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 a transformation of the heart. And, and, and we think, and, and, and all these things that we see that, that God 
throughout Scripture speak to us about, makes it plain. And he's not being mean about it or, 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 or caustic about it. He just says, I love you in spite of, J.C., but what you're doing is wrong. And man thinks that we can pass laws to make things moral. Let me tell you something, friends. Man cannot pass laws to make moral what God's laws says are immoral. That, that's, not, that's not Republican or Democrat. It's not liberal or conservative. It's not red, yellow, brown, black, or white. Man cannot make laws, cannot make moral what God says is immoral. Man cannot say that 2 plus 2 is 7 when God says 2 plus 2 is 4. That, that's just, that, it just, you know, and, and I kind of scratched my head. My, my dad told me once, he, my father spent two days in the seventh grade. That was the extent of his education, but probably one of the smartest people that, that, that I've, I've ever been around. And, and he said to me he wanted to go to college because he wanted to see what made us fools after we got out. <laughs> he said, you guys just kind of lose your ability to use common sense. Common sense. You know, those guys got educated in the streets and by doing it. You know, didn't, didn't you know, you, you, it's going to be hard-pressed to convince them that two plus two was seven. Just, just didn't, didn't work like that. You know, we are called to be the light of the world. And, and, and friends, let me put a little bit of pressure on you. There's no other light in the world outside of us as believers. God was speaking to us. He wants us to be, be, be the light of the world in and, 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 and our businesses, in our homes, in our workplace, in our, in our politics, in traffic jams, and athletes. And, 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 I, and I tell you, I used to be the worst in traffic jams. You know, I, 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 I never put that little fish on the back of my car because I didn't want people to know that I was a Christian because when you ran in front of me, I was... I didn't use profanity, but I was going to let you know I didn't like that. God dealt with me about traffic jams. My family would tell you I, I've, I pull people over in the car and put my lights on them. And we get out, and, and Frankie's saying, Junior, she calls me Junior sometimes. She's getting around to JC. But she calls me Junior. She said, Junior, don't, hey, don't get out. And, get. and I was a youth pastor. A youth pastor. But man, those old you follow east side ways would come back. And man, I was thinking, man, I'll cut you. I'll, you know, you, I, homeboy don't play that, you know. <laughs> but again, here is the youth pastor witnessing. Not a good witness, 
but nevertheless witnessing in traffic jams. And now I'm, I'm a whole lot better, and, and, and now I'm the guy, you know, I was in politics, I, I knew Pat when I, when I finally, when I was finally out of politics, because people started waving at me with all fingers. <laughs> I, I've... Now, there, there was a side of me that the flesh wanted to kick in. But again, reminded, you're salt. You're salt. You know, in our businesses, in our homes, in our workplace, in, in, in whatever situation we're in, we have to let our light shine. If we don't illuminate our light, people won't know God. They will only know the atmosphere that has been theirs for the longest, the atmosphere in which they've become comfortable and been a part of for the longest. Sometimes people, because I have a little more maturity, I'm not where God wants me to be, and God continues to mature us and, and, and develop us. And, and sometimes I'm in conversation with, with people 50, 55, 60 years of age, and they make some comments and they say things that you think, how could they say that? What, what's their, their thinking? What, what, what encourages them to think like that? But if I'm not being the salt, if I'm not letting my light shine with them, some of those same people have come around to say, to accept Christ as their personal Savior, people that I've witnessed to. But I remember five years ago, they had some pretty bizarre thinking, pretty interesting ways of thinking about, uh, about life. And, 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 and so because they become comfortable with their thinking because that's the way they've thought all of their lives. So if we're not illuminating, they, they can't see the other side. They can't see how, how our salt preserves things and why we're so conscious of, 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 of being salt. We ought to show them a different way. We are the light of the world. It's not just something we do. It's something we are. We can't just think it or believe it. We have to do it. Don't just be hearers of the word. Be doers of the word. And, and we should shine when it seems most like we, we shouldn't. Dark environments are everywhere. We should look for them. Although we wouldn't have to look hard, but we should look for them. To shine in church is easy. It's easy for us to stand in church on Sunday morning. And man, when, when Jamie and Gino and the praise team, we're raising our hands and we're raising our voices in, in, in praise. It's easy to do that. And we remember the first time, I remember the first time, remembered very distinctly, Grace Covenant Church in Chantilly, Virginia. First time I raised my hands in praise, I was a little self-conscious about it. I, I'm not, you're not supposed to do that. You know, you know that you're, you're, you're but you know, I, I'm telling you, but I finally concluded, if I can't raise my hands and my voice in praise in God's house, I'm sure not gonna do it out there. I'm sure not gonna do it out there. 
So yes, we should let we we, we should let our, our our light shine in here, and, and and no question, and it's real when we do, and I praise God for that. But we need the light in the world when we let our light shine in here and not out there. It's like shining a flashlight at two p.m. in the afternoon. What good is a flashlight at two p.m. in the afternoon? Don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean that we don't have impact in the house here in the church or that it's noon in the house all the time because it's not noon in the house all the time. We have sinners in here. We have people that make bad choices. We do crazy things. We do things that we know we shouldn't have done. We say things that we know we we shouldn't have said. There are problems even in the house. It's not noon in the church all the time. But the difference is in the church, we deal with them according to the Bible. When we, we, we require people to repent when they do wrong and those who have been wrong, we require them to forgive And things get fixed like that in the house, in the church. They don't get fixed like that out there. Salt in the house. That's the safety of our house, of our church. When you find dark spots in the house, you you need to take a light and say, "You, you know, God has an answer for that. Let me show you in Scripture how to fix that. And when you show them in Scripture how to fix that, and if you need something to be fixed, let me tell you something. If, if, if Anita or, or, or Pat or, 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 or Brother Kerry or, 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 or Josh or, 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 or Gino or somebody comes to you telling you how to fix it, let me tell you, it's, it's going to be a sacrifice. It, it's sometimes it, it's going to be uncomfortable. But when you get fixed, you're going to be a light for someone else. I, I, I love to hear testimonies and, and, and people get up and share testimonies about the stinky parts of their life. What God brought them out of. And, 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 if, and if someone who has, has sensitive ears or someone that, that wasn't raised in, in, in the church, they hear that. And, and, and a guy came up to me once uh, when my wife, Frankie, shared, shared her testimony. And a guy came up to me after that and he said, I can't believe that she was so transparent that she could talk about that. And I said, Tim, there was somebody in those 500 people, in that audience of 500 people, that needed to hear exactly what she said. Again, being salt, being salt, being a preserving uh, uh, agent. Again, when, when God helps help send somebody into your life, into my life to help fix me, God eventually made me a light for someone to see. We should let our light shine in here and, and out there, but, but flashlights, again, they're not made for noon. They're made for darkness. 
We are made to shine. That, that's why we, we, we come to church. That's why we have small groups. That's why we, we have marriage rocks. That why, that's why we have hugs. And, 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 and that's why to, to, to minister, to let our light shine with, with the homeless community and, and, and have marriage rocks in order to let our light shine in, in our marriages. And, and we can get teaching on that. And, and that's why we have uh, um, um, ministers of all sorts, men's ministry, youth ministry, uh, kids' ministry starting at an early age encouraging kids to let their light shine not just in here but out there God wants to make you a, a shining city on the hill to elevate you and me us Quest Church so we can see folks who, who, who are helped by God who are seen by God who are called by God we want folks to come into all the reality we know and all the reality that Scripture promises. When Brother Kerry got up here this afternoon or this morning and, and talked to you about tithing, tithing isn't something that he made up. Tithing isn't something that this church made up. Tithing, as a matter of fact, tithing isn't for this church. Tithing is for me. So my finances will be blessed. Not yours, not the church. You, you think God needs Jay? I, don't, I, I, I used to think there was a thinking when I was in certain churches and my father was a pastor and it seemed like to me they were always fighting over the money. And I made a vow that if I ever became a, a, a pastor, I wanted to have nothing to do with the checkbook. Matter of fact, what I saw him go through, I said to my, I don't ever want to be a pastor. That's what you got to go through. I didn't learn tithing. I was not taught on tithing until I was in my late 20s. And let me tell you something, friends. In, 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 in Frankie's and my tithing, God has never failed us. And there, 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 was, a, there was a time... That, 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 that we literally had one foot in bankruptcy and one foot out. In the early 80s when the oil boom would, when, when crashed and, 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 and man, they said, you know, about seven years down the road, about 80, 88, 89, 90, they said, hey, we're, uh, you know, we're, we're having a recession. I said, we can't be having a recession. I'm still recovering from the boom. <laughs> but one foot in bankruptcy and one foot out. And his brother Kerry said, man, you, you have get checks in the mail. You, you, I mean, things, this last, toward the end of last year, and this wasn't a part of my sermon notes, but toward the end of last year, we received money from places that we did not know we were supposed to be receiving money from. We had written things off. And I believe with every ounce of my whatever I weigh, that it's because we've been faithful in our tithing. God's word doesn't come back void. So again, we want people to come into the reality that we know in the scripture promises. And, 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 and 
we, we don't care if we get credit for it. And as a matter of fact, we should deflect it to the Father. And if we get none, we get no credit, we shouldn't care. Our elevation does not have to come with, our pat, with pats on the back. God just works, j- just wants people to see what his kingdom looks like on earth. And he wants us to be a shining city on a hill. Because when people are hurting as they are, when, when, when people are in darkness as they are, it, it always helps to be able to look at that shining city on a hill, look at that, that lighthouse that you can point to and say, I want to get there because I know I'll get help. I know Quest Church will give me help. They've, they've got a, 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 a hugs ministry and, and they've got a, ma- a marriage ministry and they've got a men's ministry and they've got a youth ministry and, and they've got all these different ministries. So they see our, our shining city on the hill. We call it Quest Church. And people say, I've got to get to there. I've, I've got to get where they are. Lord, help me, and I know sometimes, man, I, I, I so appreciate people coming to church on Sunday morning, and, and, and I know sometimes it, it is a sacrifice, and Satan seems to work overtime on Sunday morning at about 7.45 every Sunday morning saying, oh, you don't want to go. And, and, and I mean, if you just have to, have to just drive up to the door, drive up to the curb and just honk your horn and say, somebody come get me. I don't have enough strength to make it in there with the knuckleheads I've been fighting with all week. Somebody come help me. Joe, come get me. We'll do that. But you need to make it. To that shining city on the hill. If you're lit, now it says how, as I close. How? If you're lit, you don't put it under a basket. Why would we? Why do? We, why would we do that? Um. You want your light to be illuminated, so you give it a place, prominence. Uh, you, you, create a, uh, you create a pedestal for it. And, and if you're really a good shiner and let your light illuminate other people's darkness, God will elevate you and provide you a platform. He, he will give you more prominence because there are so many people living in darkness and so few illuminating the light. I have learned and, and, I, and I learned this in, in, in my political life um, um, as believers especially in politics as believers we become masters at cursing the darkness but we're not very good at sharing the light you remember I said God wants us to be a light, shining city on a hill in our businesses, in our workplace, in our politics. We are great at cursing the darkness. Not very good at shining the light. He said do it in such a way that people are benefited and, and God is glorified. In such a way, quote, in such a way, unquote. 
in such a way means we have to be in God's word. We have to be in God's house. We have to not forsake the assembling of the saints. We have to go through trials. We have to mess it up. We, we have to have that feeling in our gut that says, did I say that right? And the way I said that, did I hurt Pat more than I helped him? Lord, did, 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 did I say it right? That feeling in our gut that says when, when a coworker comes to us and, and, and they need help, they're hurting, and, and, and we that feeling in our gut that says, where's Pastor Hawkins when we need him? Where's Frankie when I need her? Where's Michelle when I need her? Where's Monica when I need her? Oh, if Crystal was here, I, I hope I said that right. Do it in such a way means being patient and, and, and growing. And, and, and that's why it's so important that we read our Bibles. They understand in such a way that we don't have to, we, 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 that we shouldn't just come to church on Sunday mornings or Wednesday night and rely on Bishop Hawkins to tell us what such a way means, but we know it because we study it and we read it and we learn it and we understand it and we execute it. Friends, I know I didn't always get it right. When I was trying to shine my light with my teammates, with my business partners, my friends, my acquaintances, my family, my kids, eight years as a youth pastor in politics, I know I didn't always get it right. I've done it wrong a lot and left and said, God, I hope I did that right. I hope I said it the right way. But again, I know I did it wrong a lot, but the only thing laudable in my journey is I didn't quit. I just wouldn't quit. And I appreciate um, Bishop Hawkins so much. I have such respect for him. Reading his book, The Wall. When I read that book, at the end I said, he didn't quit. He just didn't quit. Friends, let your light shine and God will give you a platform and give you a hundred times more than you ever thought in your life. He's given me a wife and kids and grandkids better than I deserve. He's blessed me in other ways. And he's given me the blessing of being in his pulpit this morning to encourage you, to encourage us to let our light so shine
and let it shine in a way that people would be benefited and God would be glorified. Father, we thank you so much for, for your love for us. And, and Lord, I, I am so thankful that you love me in spite of me. That you love us in spite of us. And Lord, I pray that um, today these sweet people in this room that's watching us online, Lord, that they didn't hear me, but they heard you say, let your light shine. Don't hide it under a bushel. Make a pedestal for it. Be a shining city on a hill. And Lord, we will give you all the glory. All the glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.